Hey guys, welcome back to another week of the Wanna Be Friends podcast. This is Sarah. And I'm Elise. <laughs> and one day we'll <laughs> nail that intro. One day. It is it is not today. Though. I don't know why I that part's so awkward. Why is it? it? It's like me trying to like come up to someone and talk to them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, I'm Sarah. I'm 35 years old. I like coffee. <laughs> What are you like? Oh my gosh, you have to start introducing yourself to people like that. Like, you know how we talked about um, Tim just kind of like, yeah, making just, his way in conversations. Like, that's what you just need to do from now on. Like, just go up to people and be like, "Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm 31. I like coffee." Wait, oh, 31? You're 30, not 31. I'm 35. I'm 35. Oh, <laughs> why didn't? Where did I get you 31? To me. <laughs> no, I, I think that's why I like social media because, like, I can just like kind of put out what I'm about. And you can read about it. Just look so at your bio. You kind of understand. Yeah, just read my bio, please. So you understand me. You kind of get a sense of me. And then I don't like feel like I have to like word vomit. Less pressure. It's way less pressure. But okay. Hey, yes. Speaking of that. Yeah. So today we are, are talking about, um, I don't know if we want to say how to make friends as an as an adult, but kind kind of We're like not making friends you as a formula today. No, no, how no, to no. make friends. But but we are going to talk about making friends as adults because it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so when we're kids, I feel like it's so easy. Kids just like run up to each other and they show you a stick and then you're just best friends for the hour at the playground and and you just, Just, there's nothing uncomfortable. It's not awkward. You're just friends. How does, I don't know. It's like every time we've taken our kids to like a clubhouse or like an indoor play play park, uh, it's like my kids' mission is to make like 10 new best friends how many friends i can and they will just have like this like group of kids following them around and they're just like mom that's my best friend <laughs> we like exchange numbers i'm like i don't know their dad i'm not no i I'm remember not. that story that was a good one <laughs> that actually is a real life scenario that happened um kids want to be friends mom and the dad we did not want to be friends it was very obvious um i think maybe he wanted to be friends in a not so great way but <laughs> <laughs> he actually like started the whole scenario he's like hey you're gonna go be friends with that kid because have you seen his mom <laughs> that mom's number <laughs> yeah no but it's 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 so natural yeah. to kids i feel like um and and i think that like as they do get a little older it does get harder but like yeah. when you're talking like you know five to eight years old it just feels like it's just the most natural thing in the There's world for no them barriers or preconceived ideas yeah or worry about rejection mm-hmm. or what the other person thinks like they just know nothing about that about life i think right. so it just makes it so easy for them right so i was thinking like okay so i've spent a lot of time thinking about this lately um because my 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 oldest daughter is 11 mm-hmm. and she is much more like my husband mm-hmm. and it is more uncomfortable for her to just start talking to people. Yeah. And, um, and my youngest <laughs> Nora, she, she is, she is coming into a bit of a more like shy phase, mm-hmm. but like if you put her one-on-one with another kid or something, she has no problem just becoming friends with that kid. Yeah. Just, it's just an automatic for her. She just is so natural in making friends. And mm-hmm. and I I think Ava probably was when she was younger. She was a little more, you know, reserved, but so so She's I've just starting to learn those things that 
hinders us yeah. from making friends. Yeah, adults, all of, like right? the internal stuff where you're yeah. constantly like, oh, but they might not like me or right. I, I don't know, just all the things that happen in our heads that keep us from like pushing forward and mm-hmm. establishing new relationships. So the thing that I've kind of been thinking about, let me share yes. this with you. Okay. Um, I watched Nora at a basketball game recently and she's sitting there on the sidelines because um, she wasn't playing at the moment and this girl was sitting beside her and I just watched her and she just started talking to this girl and it was, it was fine. Like she was comfortable. They just hit it off and I watched them laughing and, and I watched it be so natural and sweet for her. Mm -hmm. And then my older one, same thing. I watched her like sitting on the sidelines and she is like by herself. She, you know, tries to keep distance between her and the other kids and and she yeah she's she's a wall but it's not that she doesn't want right to be friends with these other kids she desperately wants that she yeah. wants to make friends but she's she watching. cannot she's... like put herself out there she cannot like take that first step yeah and and so you know I was kind of talking to her about it and there was one or two of the girls on the team just kept trying to talk to her randomly, mm-hmm. like talk to her. And Ava would like one word answer. That's it. Because she just her heart. doesn't know. Right. <laughs> like this is me. <laughs> and so I tell her, like, I'm talking to her about it. I'm like, honey, they want to be your friend. Yeah. They're trying to talk to you. They want to be your friend. Yeah. And for me, it's so, it's so like, it's so easy. Like, right. I can see they want to be, they want to be your friend. Cause I'm not in our head. Right. right. I'm not in that situation. You've learned the art of conversation yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Where she's still <laughs> discovering, right. Like you have to acknowledge people <laughs> when they talk yes. to you. <laughs> Let's try and like make eye contact. Right. Let's look at them. <laughs> no, but, sh- but I told her, I'm like, you know what? Just make them a bracelet. Just make oh, these couple yeah. of girls a bracelet and take it to them. And then just ask them questions that is the thing so like that is what I like have really settled on anytime I pay attention to Nora and her interactions with these other kids she's asking them questions anytime I am starting because I have been really working at trying to like be friendly with people Mm -hmm. trying to and so that is what I do I just ask questions if you ask people questions then they are going to feel more comfortable because they are more comfortable talking about themselves than the things that they know right right? Right. so if you're asking them questions about their life and who they are what they're up to Mm -hmm. or the things that they like and you just keep that dialogue going you're going to have a much easier time like establishing a relationship with someone and so Ava made these kids bracelets so cute and it was so cute like she was I mean she was a mess before she gave them to like she was like sweaty like she she was so nervous she kept like almost like hyperventilating I don't want to give them to him I don't want to and I'm like I'm not going to make you give the bracelets to them so we just come up with so many scenarios in our heads but but I think that it would be very nice if you did and I think Mm -hmm. that you could make some friends and she finally did I was so proud of her and you know, they didn't start like talking right away, but they did after a couple of practices and we actually just met up with them at the park last week and they played for multiple hours and they had a blast and now she has like these new little friends and, and I just think that that is like, that is just such, I think it's an art. It's, it's hard Mm -hmm. to make friends. Kids find it more natural. Some kids, as you know, as you get older, it becomes harder it, because you're in your head. Yeah. But like, I just really think like, let's just go back to that. The asking questions. Let's just talk to people. So right. Yeah. And well, it's different. Or not different. It's interesting, I think, to 
we're in the season of teaching our kids like this art of making friends and con- having conversations and eye contact and stuff while we also internally <laughs> struggle with yeah. making friends. So it's like we're trying to model for them how to make friends mm-hmm. and just be in social situations. <laughs> but we're also just still trying to figure it out ourselves. So I think that's a great, it's a great thing to say and do. It's like offering, like asking questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're, you're trying to get to know like what makes them them. And yeah. uh, people really do respond. I think about all the fulfilling conversations I've ever had with anyone that I'm involved with in my life and it's usually from them asking questions mm-hmm. and then you open up and mm-hmm. then you start asking them questions and it really just provides an avenue for you to really discover the essence of who someone is mm-hmm. and stuff and while it may f- feel uncomfortable be like well okay what do you what do you do for a job yeah like, that's interesting like I have a we have a friend Lisa I still don't understand what she does at she's, her job. she's very she's smart list both her and her husband are very she's way smarter smart. than us <laughs> like scientists or something i don't know but like like what they're do or what their job is is very important work and very interesting and meticulous and i like just don't have the brain capacity mm-hmm. but like i will ask her all the time I'm like how's work and like i probably won't understand a thing that she's saying mm-hmm. <laughs> and she probably doesn't understand everything i say about my work <laughs> but like it's just that uh, being able to get to understand mm-hmm. you know each other's worlds and mm-hmm. open it up whereas like on the playground you find that one commonality, right? The like, stick. do you want the stick? <laughs> do you want to go down the slide with me? Do you want to go on the teeter totter with me? Like, you find that commonality. Uh-huh. Now, as adults, you have to do that yeah. through conversation. Yeah, and it's just, it's so fun, right? And I just think back to like any time that. Okay, so I do think that it's more natural for me to try and like go and yeah. make friends than you. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's really how we became friends. That's how. That's how I've become friends with most people in my life yeah. is because I initiated it right. and because that is a little more comfortable for me I'm not an expert at it at all you didn't come up with all these like <laughs> random scenarios in your head you just like said the word I just did it do you want to be friends yes or or like you know hey uh I you compliment somebody you notice something really yeah. cool about them or something and you compliment them and then you let let questions kind of I think lead the conversation yeah. and then you're, you're letting them know that you're interested in mm-hmm. them as a person. And it's not just, I don't know. Like yeah. I go back to the sermon yesterday that, <laughs> that, Pastor, that, that Pastor Shane like <laughs> went on about, um, went on about like he just droned on. That's not what I meant. <laughs> but like that, that he talked about was like just being, I think kind of intentional in your, your friendships and yeah, well, like, you know, he talked about like, like there's friendships that come in your life for reasons, seasons seasons, and eternity, lifelong, lifelong. Yeah. 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 Like your eternal friends and stuff. And I think that's also something important to kind of keep in mind if, you know, you reach out to someone, you go out for coffee and conversation is great, but like, it doesn't feel like it goes much further than that. Like, I don't think it's a direct reflection on like you or your ability to make friends or no. anything about you. I think sometimes like people are just in each other's pe- lives for a reason or, or it's just for a season. And we did that study um, a few years ago, ago, um, building friendships yeah. that fit. So we did a life group. Holly Furtick, yeah. Um, yeah. Holly Furtick. So good. Um, and it was, it was really good because I think that I had still always been of the mindset that like you make a friend, that's a lifelong friend. Like right. it, it should be lifelong. Yeah, you're going to be my life forever. Yeah. It was just the the way that I 
the way that I thought. And that really opened my eyes a little bit to like seasonal friends are okay. There's nothing wrong. Like just because someone is no longer part of your day-to-day life doesn't mean that they're any less a friend or any less a part of your life. It's just that the season changed. Right. And, um, and a lot of the times I think new moms might experience that if they have friends that aren't, moms yet or or maybe when you move from college mm-hmm. onto adult life or married or not ma- not married to married like yeah, there's you always here like people are like you change so much after you got a boyfriend yeah. yeah you change so much after you got married i'm like well yeah there's like there's, a natural yeah, yeah. progression in life that we, happens here yeah and so and so like you might have friends during these specific seasons that were um really important to you and just because your season changed, that doesn't mean that the friendship was any less valuable, right. even if it's not um, one of your top friendships right now. Right. And I think that it it can serve its purpose and and yeah. still, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, you know, we talked about how I moved here, you know, six years ago. And really, we had an established community of friends and family you know, from where we were from. And I love those friends and I'm still, I would still consider them all really good friends, but do we text each other every <laughs> single day? Uh, I mean, I haven't seen some of these girls in a few years. Um, but like, I just know, like last night, a couple of them commented on my Super Bowl post and like, we were just laughing about things and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just miss you so much. And they're like, Oh, mm-hmm. we miss you too. And like, we just kind of like, you know, re, Pick you back know, up. Yeah, you just yeah. right back up. Like, like no, like you know, some of them have have another husband now, or like they've moved on in life, mm-hmm. and like things have changed for them. But like, we can still just mm-hmm. have a very fun conversation and just pick up. Like, no, no time has passed. Yeah, and I think that's you know very special that at any time I'm gonna drive back home today and I can hang out with any one of them, mm-hmm. and it it would just be fun and yeah. we enjoy it. But like our, our season, you know, had kind of come to an end and I transitioned to a whole different, um, you know, area and life and season. And so have they. And, uh, but it's not that, that I regret having those friendships. Mm-mm. I, I don't like mourn, like, no life just being, moved on. Yeah. It just moved on. And then I think that's just a normal progression yeah. of life so just don't so don't get hung up on that like right. if, if if friendships were just for a season that's that's okay yeah. and I think that there is really something to be said about lifelong friendships mm-hmm. um I think that people who can just go through all the seasons with you mm-hmm. I think that's super important but I do I those are very rare I feel yeah. like the it, ones that like you were friends in kindergarten and yeah are still friends with them 30 years later yeah I think those are super interesting and like intriguing mm-hmm. and what a blessing to have. Right. Yeah. But and I don't think you have to have one of those, those lifelong. So I, people. I have one of those, um, my, one of my best friends. Um, we, I think we're third grade when we became friends and mm-hmm. we are still very close. We raise our kids together and, and we do, we do life together. Mm-hmm. But I will say that like, there was a whole lot of learning that went into that yeah. type of a friendship. And, um, you know, we were super close for a really long time. And then we hit these adjustment periods where like our seasons changed. So we were like all things to each other. Yeah. We were constantly together. We were, we were just living life, doing everything always together. And then she got married mm-hmm. and 
I expected her to continue that. And mm-hmm. she did because she is um, a milder personality <laughs> than me. And then, you know, I got married and my husband was, you know, we worked opposite shifts and stuff. So mm-hmm. I still expected that out of her. But like there did end up being a falling out with us because I, my expectations did not change with the season of life. Right. And so and we so did have, stayed yeah, constant or the same. Yeah. So we did have a period of time where like we, we were not a part of each other's lives because there, there were multiple things involved, but like mm-hmm. I had to learn that like the relationship has to change with the seasons, yeah. even for lifelong relationships. Right. And, and I think that that's important to know that like, just because you have a lifelong friendship, um, you are going to have to bear with that person when they go through these different seasons, mm-hmm. you're going to have to have grace for that. And you're going to have to mm-hmm. change the way the friendship looks in so order for it to be a lifelong and relationship. And I really think that spills over even in the marriages. I think that's why we see a lot of marriages fail, like especially ones that, you know, were married super young, you go through such a huge, um, like maturity mm-hmm. from like your early twenties into, you know, or your thirties. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about this before. Like I would never want to go back to my twenties. <laughs> like, I don't know who that girl was and I'm sorry for everyone who had to experience 20 something Sarah, but, <laughs> uh, like, but marriages often fall apart because you, you, for, you expect them to stay the same yeah. and to, uh, you know, just consistently be who they were, be who they were, but life, you know, teaches you so much. Yeah. You've learned so much. You go through experience, you go through hard things, yeah. you go through, you know, really high highs and really low lows. Mm-hmm. And, um, you have to adapt and change mm-hmm. and change with that friendship or that marriage or that relationship, whatever it is. And not just being like, Oh, I wish you were still the same person you yeah. were 10 years ago. And we like, shouldn't hope that for no, any of our always be, people. Like you should always want them to continue be to like better yeah. and learning and growing and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, next time you find yourself in like, ah, oh, like I wish I had my friends I had when I was, you know, twenty something or when I was in high school. Yeah. I'm like, no, none of us should be wishing we were who we were in high school. <laughs> Let's grow. Or like the in the yearbook comments like, never yeah. change. No, please like, change. Please, like please, please change, change and get better. <laughs> Because you think you know it all. You don't. <laughs> but so so I do think that like there is so much to be learned mm-hmm. about the different types of friendships. And I think that it's okay to let one let some of them go if they're if the season is past or yeah. if the reason is past. Like right. Pastor Shane was talking yesterday that the reason, like if mm-hmm. it's a friendship for a reason, um, which would be like um what were some examples like maybe maybe like working relationships like your work or like um a grief periods i know like a lot of people like kind of find friendship and grief but then like once you know you start healing or time kind of like Mm -hmm. lends itself to healing yeah you know you don't quite connect in a way or need that like you did in that season and stuff so yeah it's almost more like support kind of like possibly or so so like we can move past these seasons or reasons mm-hmm. and the relationships can go also right. and that's okay and we also can hope that we get to be lucky enough that some of them might develop into the lifelong relationships people that yeah. we can carry through our entire lives and we yeah. can adapt to the different seasons with each other and and maybe you know, some are, we're closer than others. And, Mm -hmm. but, but we do get to have that, you know, hopefully everyone is getting to have some sort of like lifelong 
friendship right. by the time, you know, as they age or whatever. Yeah. But and I think as we get older, we tend to like, I don't know, maybe understand some of these practical parts of having friendships. So you kind of like value them or hang on to them a little mm-hmm. more or you like we've just learned how to adapt and move mm-hmm. and navigate friendships. So like friendships last a little longer Whereas, like, when you're in high school, like, it's all about, like, what circles you run yeah. in or what club you're part of yeah. or, you know, what organization you work with. Like, they're very situational, mm-hmm. I think, friendships. Whereas, mm-hmm. when you navigate, you're trying to raise kids and right. you're getting married or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the, you know, season of life that you're in. Or you're, like, even empty nesters. I think once, you know, you guys hit that point where your kids have left the house, like, you really kind of fall back on those relationships that maybe you weren't as close with, but then you're like, okay, I don't, I'm not raising, I'm not in the season of raising kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really have more like capacity to pour into your friendships and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think that um, we all probably just like as adults need to just understand that like in order to have these relationships, we have to put ourselves out there. Oh. Like, that's one of the big things you that you do. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's one of the big, Im- for me, guys. <laughs> that's just one of the big important things. Like it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be yeah. awkward. And you're probably going to find people that don't receive you super well. Like I could randomly talk to somebody and they could be like right on my level and we could end up like exchanging numbers right away. Right. And it could be great. Yeah. And there's other times where it's just like, I'm hit with a brick wall and it's a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And those are the conversations, you know, that I typically like play over in my head. Like, you know, we've (laughs) talked about, but, but in order to get to the ones that are going to like actually develop into something, you're just going to have to try. And I think that for me as an adult, I have really learned that like putting myself out there, I don't need a ton of friends, but I also need to be the light of Jesus to others. And that is something that is an area where Mm -hmm. we can really, we can really do that is like just developing these relationships with people we didn't know. And how are they going to know about Jesus if we don't start trying to show them? And I think friendship is a huge way of doing that. Right. And then I think that it's something unique on my end is have been in full-time ministry. It's like, uh, yes, friendships, you know, I've had them, I've not had them. I've had close ones. I've had not so close ones and stuff, but I, I feel like I'm always constantly talking to people because it's just kind of part of our job. Mm-hmm. Like we're just trying to make a connecting point with each person that walks through the door. Like we want to make sure that someone has, um, you know, connect with them, that they feel welcome, that they feel, mm-hmm. um, seen and which is something so important. Uh, especially if they have a personality like mine, um, now want to be a center of attention, but like we want to be acknowledged Mm -hmm. that we exist and you just never know what people are going through. You just don't know. And just that simple, like, Hey, I really like your coat or Mm -hmm. like, did you do something new with your hair? Like those little comments go such a long way. And like, I don't, I'm not going to be best friends with every single you know, girl that walks through our church doors Mm -hmm. and they don't need to be my best friend. Like I I know I'm not right for every Mm -hmm. single person and that's okay. But I think, um, not being so like, well, no one wants to be friends with me or you, you kind of like crawl inside yourself. You're like, I'm just going to stand over here in the corner because no one needs to, you know, (laughs) be around this. Like, I think just 
uh, even if you're not intentionally trying to make friends, but just like making that personal touch with someone. Yeah. Um, and just it, connecting with just someone. A, yeah. Just a little connecting point. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just think about all the times that someone's caught you and be like, Hey, like, you know, you look really good today or you look really pretty or just, you know, just making one little comment, mm-hmm. how like, special that feels. And you just never know like where that might lead, that that conversation might lead into something bigger um, or greater or deeper. And sometimes that may, might be the last time that you talk to that person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but know? it's not... It's not that hard. Well, it might be a little hard to put yourself out there, but doing that and, and it's a small thing that you can do. It's a small thing that you can do. It's a manageable thing that you can do. Yeah. That's a good, it's a good conversation. That was a good conversation. Because I mean, we're, you know, adults Mm -hmm. now. I don't feel like I'm an adult sometimes, but uh, friendships is always something that is going to be part of our lives. Yeah. They're important. They're special. And they're biblical, yeah. right? I mean, there's lots of friendships that were modeled for us in mm-hmm. the Bible. Um, so I think that's also a, another important way is look at like, okay, God, what kind of friends do you want me to have in my life or for this season or for a reason mm-hmm. or, you know, or for a very long time? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something I know I always pray. So mm-hmm. I hope that you guys have found some sort of encouragement in this, no matter what season of life you're in with friendships and stuff, but maybe you can make one small uh, touch, one small connecting connecting point with someone this week, whether just complimenting them or maybe sending an Instagram message saying, (laughs) hey, do you want to be friends or do you want to get coffee? Um, I highly recommend that option. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen, but we hope you feel encouraged um, today and inspired. We'd love to hear any of your fun friendship stories. You can leave us a comment or send us a message, but until next time, we'll see you guys. See ya.